Hey, what's up, guys? It's Bryson here. I'm back with my good pal, LB. What's going on, LB? Mr. Bryson, how you doing, buddy? I'm pretty good, LB. I'm pretty good. Uh, I've act, we've talk, we were talking about gym stories, I think, the last time we were on here, if I remember correctly. I believe that is correct. We were, yeah. Nothing, there's, got, there's no place better than the gym. That's right. I've got a couple, actually, and this is to tell you how stupid I am. So in my class, we have a thing called a grip dynamometer. And you squeeze it, it tells you what your grip is, and tells you how strong your grip is or whatever. And then you can look at it and see how it compares to the other individuals across whoever is tested on it. So in class, I do it, you know, and of course, I'm a gym bro. So I really care, like, you know, how strong my grip is. I didn't tell anyone that, but so I do it and it's like 50, whatever, whatever the gauge, gauge is, like 50. I'm like, okay, 50. And I knew the norms and I was like, man, that's bad. That's really bad. And so this tennis player in my class does it. His, his grip's like a 90. And I'm like, man, fuck. I'm weak as shit. So in the gym, I've been like squeezing everything hard as shit. I've been carrying dumbbells everywhere. I've been doing just random stupid stuff and just obsess, obsessing over this. So I go into the lab the other day and test my grip again. And I had actually read it wrong. And it, I was reading it in kilograms instead of in pounds. So my grip was like, my grip was like over 100, and actually this time I tested it, and it was like 115 or whatever it was, which is well over around elite level or whatever the hell it is, which is – I was actually, it was actually the best news I've had all week. I'm not going to lie to you because I was worried about this for a solid month. Are you, uh, are you one of those people that like when they shake hands, they like fucking rip your hand off of you? I, uh... no, no, I'm not actually. I actually – you know, I try to squeeze it hard. You know, my dad always – tried to tell me to squeeze people's hands hard but actually i've been forgetting about it lately but older people seem to squeeze your hand hard as fuck but no i, I i'll grip your hand hard for sure not like i won't give you a soft handshake but i don't like squeezing people's hands hard yeah man i, I had a boss who was like that and like he was like all covered in tattoos and he was like a little bit older and he was like wicked into the gym and i think he was doing steroids and shit and this dude would like rip your fucking hand off, and I swear to God, like it got like sometimes he would do it, and like you would just you're like thinking like like what are you trying to prove? Like I guess that you have that that you have a strong handshake. Like I don't I don't understand how a strong handshake necessarily like translates to life. Because I bet you that Bill Gates, I bet you he, he I bet you that he shook hands like an absolute pussy. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying here? Yeah, I I just really doubt that. He had like a firm grip. I guess it matters. It's something that I've tried to work on. I actually, I don't, I don't know if people know this, but I, I've broken my hand so many times that I actually have a metal rod in my hand. So I cannot, I don't really have a, my grip is probably like so, my left hand's probably better than my right hand. So like if, if I was to do that shit, it would probably be, be I would probably get like a prepubescent girl and it would, I, I wouldn't even really probably try to get better at it, but it's just a weird thing, man. I don't, I don't understand. Like, and like, why did your dad feel it was important? Honestly, ask him. Uh, my, my dad kind of associates with like a bunch of law enforcement type. I don't know. He's just, he's just one of those guys that's like, don't be a, don't be a pussy, Bryson. Shake someone's hand. Like he always tried to tell me like little things how to be like a man's man, kind of like shake someone's hand, like. Just pretty much how to not look like a bitch in public, all that kind of stuff. But, but at the time, you're like, wow, dad, you're kind of an it's, asshole. But then once yeah. you're in life, you're like, okay, I get it now. You know, I can kind of look 
I can kind of put on the man's man act in front of people and act like I'm a man's man. Yeah, I, it's weird. I used, I always, I you know, because at one point I asked my pops, I was like, you know, Dad, I, I don't like. Is there a reason that you're supposed to? And my dad said he didn't. He never really cared. You know, my dad, he even said, like, oh, people would shake his hand, and he would just, he didn't give a fuck. Like, oh, yeah, squeeze my hand, whatever. I don't care, buddy. You know what I mean? So I've always wondered, like, why why us men are so fucking weird. We, have little, we have little quirks, man. Like, once, like some people are like that. Some people shake someone's hand. If you give them a soft hand, they're like, oh, yeah, I've got this guy. I'm dominant yep. over him. Whatever the hell it is. Whatever the hell no, it is. That's, that's exactly what it is. Because one time, I guess, this dude, the boss I was telling you about, like, he was well known for doing that. And one time I was talking to my buddy at work about it. And I was like, dude, when this guy shook your hand, like, did you, like, did it, did it, like, was it borderline? He's about to just break your fingers. And he was like, yeah, dude, somebody told me about that forehand. So, like, when I went and shook his hand, I, I made sure I was, like, really firm about it. Like, I really got in there, and it's like, okay. But he, I guess that he had fired some kid. This kid was there for about a week, and then at the end of the week, the kid comes up to him and says, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm not staying here. And the guy thought he was a hard ass, so he goes, oh, just, just get the fuck out of here. Just go. You don't even just fucking go. Cause the kid tried putting in his two weeks. He said, no, don't worry about it. Just fucking go. And, uh, and then I guess he said to my buddy where he's just – goes shook hands like a pussy anyways so i don't know man it's just a weird thing like i think sometimes how like how weird as fuck people are weird dude the way some of us think (laughs) like like i don't know apparently that matters but then i've i've been doing all these job interviews recently where i kind of gauge how they shake my hand because at the same time i don't want to shake somebody's hand and i don't want to be the one that's like like you know like ridiculous about it you know because if somebody's like going light, you go really hard. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. The, the other thing that makes me think about it before we get too off the rails is in a, in like in a car or if you're in a car, if you're driving, if you're by yourself, the reason why we act like we have such road rage and we act crazy. Like if you're in a car and someone looks at you wrong, you'll be in your car like, what the fuck are you looking at, bro? I'll fucking run, run this car right into you. Like people are like that. And it's because... It's a weird thing where you're in a car and you're around people, but you're not. You're isolated. And subconsciously, you know that you could literally drive your car into the guardrail and kill yourself in 0.5 seconds. But you don't, it's not something you think about. You're, it's not something you acknowledge, but, but it's something that we have. And that's why we get so mad when someone cuts us off or like someone looks at us wrong on the roadway. It's because we're like our primal instincts are kicking in. And it's the craziest thing ever. It's, dude, it's funny you say that when I, when I was in my teens, you know, like I was, you know, I, I, I thought pretty highly of myself. I thought I was pretty fucking cool. Like I thought I was a really cool guy. Um, me and my buddy, and my buddy Dana, we used to go everywhere together. You know, we we're always, always together. And we'd always say, you know, man, dude, these, we thought like people always staring at us. Cause you know, we went to the gym, we were jacked, we were pretty jacked guys. And we, we used to always say, you know, why is everybody always staring at us, man? Like, we'd always almost get into fights. Everywhere we go, like, motherfuckers always staring at us, man. Like, and then one day, Dana goes, you know, we're, we're driving by somebody in the car. I'm like, look, man, this fucking kid's staring at us again, man. Like, it's all the time. And he goes, you know, I was talking to my dad about it. My dad said, well, did you ever stop and think that maybe they think you're staring at them? and i think it's true because i know how i am like even if i'm if i'm out in public and i see like a big like muscular like six four dude like all tatted up and like he's kind of just like mean looking 
I'm immediately like, yeah, okay, fuck that guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, and another thing, if if you ever checked my header before, I think I have recently. I, I think it's like Tom Brady on like a chalkboard, right? Yeah. Like the- I kind of wanted to tell the story behind it before we get into it. So every, so basically every every Monday, Wednesday, or Friday when I get the chance, no one's in this classroom, and I always walk in and write Tom Brady is the goat, or I'll write Tom Brady or whatever it is every single time, and every single day the next day, the dude that gets in there and first always has always erases it. So there's probably some dude out there somewhere like, God, this kid thinks Tom Brady's a goat and feels the need to write on the chalkboard. Fuck this guy. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> All I'm trying to do is teach this class, and this kid wants to ruin it every single day. You've probably made him hate Tom Brady. It's <laughs> like, I've, to- I've told you how I am. Like, I've had females, like, ruin, like, my favorite music, or, like, they'll ruin some player that I really like. Like, they'll be like, oh, my God, he's so sexy. And then you're like, it's not that fucking good looking. I'm better looking than him. It's fucking ugly. As a matter of fact, I'd say he's really ugly, you know? <laughs> Like like this this guy probably comes in everyone he's like oh fuck Tom Brady dude like fuck Tom Brady he probably doesn't watch sports like doesn't know anything but he just all he knows is fuck Tom Brady guaranteed that's exactly what he says and I love every second of it he keeps erasing it I'm gonna keep putting him back on every time buddy if you're listening <laughs> oh man it's like it's like fucking hate Tom Brady. He's like, all right, he's going to pick, all right, it's finals week. We're leaving it up. Fuck this. Tom Brady's a good. I acknowledge it. Let's not do this next semester. Yeah, never again. What's he going to do if, like, I mean, Tom, at this pace, Brady's not going anywhere. I mean, he's, he's going to be 42 this year. He's in, he's, actually, how much, how much more school do you have left? A lot. Oh, you still have a lot, a lot to go. Like years, oh. right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a grad grad school student guy, so I'll, I'll be in school for a long time. I don't mind it too much, actually. I've had I've I've had real jobs and shit. I, I'm not, I like school better. <laughs> it's yeah. easy. School's easy. I, I you know Barnes in our chat. He's in high school, and he always says, "Oh, high school sucks." It's like, dude, like try getting out of school. I know obviously college is is different, but I just try to tell him, like, dude, you know you're gonna get out of school one day, and you're gonna be going to work and you're going to be doing full-time jobs and you know maybe you'll have kids and a family maybe you won't <laughs> maybe you'll have a... but it's like this this shit sucks dude like <laughs> Man, honestly, uh, now, now that i think about it when i had a license i had a car how in the hell did anyone get me to go to school at 7 30 in the morning every morning <laughs> how many was, days did you probably miss none i had perfect attendance my junior year Oof, wow I cannot relate to that one, man. <laughs> I used to I, miss a lot of days. <laughs> now, the senior year was different. I always came in late. Okay, yeah, exactly. That's kind of more what I mean. Like, once senior year comes, you kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I, I was a weird one where my, uh, my sophomore year, I actually once got five Fs, second semester. I failed five classes. And everybody around school was like, dude, you know, LB is not going to play football. He's going to fail off. And my school was kind of known for that. It was kind of known for having, like, the best players would just fail off and you'd never hear from them again. They'd never play ball again. But I was like, no, you know, I'll be all right. I'll make it. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll play football. And I did. I got lucky because um, they let me go to – I kind of caught a break on a technicality. And they let me go to summer school. And I was able to fix one of those 
F's that I had because I was like two points off. I turned it to, you know, a D minus or whatever through summer school. Literally the next year they made the rules so that you can't that if it, that you can't make up for an F through summer school. Like whatever grade that you had, that goes towards football. Like you're not going to play football if you failed. Because, you know, I, of course, I had to fail another class too. So I had two Fs to end my sophomore year. Plus I had, I don't know, it's probably, I'm probably explaining it shitty, but I don't know, man. I don't miss the schoolwork. I just miss being around, you know, your friends, girls. It was fucking awesome. I don't know how people can complain about it. It's crazy to me. Exactly. Very good times as young men. Been nice. Been nice if we were homies back then. We could have been doing bro stuff somewhere, probably. It depends. Like, like a part of me thinks, oh, dude, we would have been best best friends. And then there's like, if we weren't in the same school, then we probably would have fucking hated each other. We would have been like arch nemesis, like rivals. But I was like wicked. My class, we were like the, your typical like '80s high school movie jocks, like running through the halls, just. Like, always showing off our fucking guns. Like, we always come walking around school with our arms out. Like, we were, we took lifting mads here. So we were all jacked. Like, we were all, like, loud, obnoxious. So, if you were anything like that, I think, yeah, in that school, you were, we would have been best friends. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt about it, buddy. Hey, listen. <laughs> on a different note, Demarius Thomas, question mark? We love it? I like it. I don't hate it. Um, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll let you address it. Part of, uh, I, in a way, in a way, it also kind of feels like, uh, it, I don't think it's, but it's going to be Reggie Wayne, Eric Decker. Um, I don't think it'll be that level. I really, I actually think he's going to play and I actually think he will affect some games at, at when does that happen? I have no clue. He's had a he had a, an Achilles thing in 2012, I believe it was his second year in the NFL. He uh, tore up his Achilles, and yeah, I think he missed a few games to start that year. But you know, he he made some plays too, though. He actually made some plays. Tebow was his quarterback. He had that that monster touchdown versus Pittsburgh on the slant where he took it to the house. Um, so he's he's recovered from this injury before. Uh, I know that you broke down every single one of his catches from last year. And I still think that he has a lot left in the tank. I think that people are saying, you know, he's, he's done, but come on. I mean, he was still productive in Denver. You get traded to a whole new offense, which is never easy in the NFL. It's never, ever easy to go. Look, Golden Tate, he got traded to Philly and he wasn't, you know what I mean? And somebody still just threw big money at him. So I think that when you look at guys getting, especially at that position, wide receiver getting traded to another team and you expect him to put up 800 yards in eight games, just un- unrealistic. You know, I actually think, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he's definitely not Demarius Thomas from like 2013, 2014. He's coming off the injury, so that kind of stinks. He'll probably go on Pup to start the year, similar to Amendola. Probably, he'll probably start the first couple uh, games on Pup. I'd say probably... How long is the pup? This is something I always forget every year. Is it six games? Up to six games? I always felt like it was six to eight weeks. Yeah, so he'll probably six to eight weeks on the pup, I would say. But you can't, I don't, I think people look at it wrong. Like you can't look at it as like Demarius Thomas's wash. He's not what is, he's not what he used to be. But I look at it from this way. Demarius Thomas is better than Chris Hogan. If he's healthy, he's absolutely going to be better than Chris Hogan. 
Brandon LaFell in the LaFell role actually caught 75 balls in 2014-2015. Pretty crazy, right? 70, it is. He was good. Like, LaFell was good, and he wasn't even that He wasn't even that great of a player, but he was just great in that role next to Edelman and Gronk. Of course, we don't have Gronk this year. But Demarius Thomas, gets. I think he gets a bad, bad rap. He still had. He still created a fair amount of separation. He still gets yak. He still, he still can break tackles. He'll be better than Chris Hogan, and that is what I call an upgrade. If you were to sign Chris Hogan instead of Demarius Thomas, see, I like Demarius Thomas over Chris Hogan. He can be wider. He can be wide receiver two or wide receiver three if Josh Gordon's here, and then it's then you have Edelman, uh, Josh Gordon, and you have Demarius Thomas, which isn't a bad little group at all. I'm not expecting to be Demarius Thomas 1,000 yards, but maybe he can catch like 40 to 60 balls. And from from the team's deal, it's a lot different than the Eric Decker deal or the Reggie Wayne deal. They, it's, it looks like they expect him to actually play, and they're going to give him more money um, based on if he plays well or how many games he plays. So I think the team also has similar expectations. He's probably not going to be a 1,000-yard player. That His ceiling's probably like 900 yards, maybe. But but maybe he's like a 600, 700-yard guy, and everyone, if he, if he gives, everyone thinks Phil Dorsett's a good player, and he had he didn't even crack 300 yards last season. So every anything on that is an upgrade to me, and Demarius Thomas can do it. He, had, he caught 69% of his balls in Houston. He wasn't a bad player, man. He's okay. I look at those catch percentages now a lot because I like to know, you know, if you see a guy catching anything around 50, under 50, whatever, it's like, oh, good Lord. Like I think um, even Brandon Lloyd in his year in New England ended up getting 900, but I think he was he might have actually been under 50 percent, or he was like maybe 54 percent for his career he was under 50 percent, which was kind of you know telling for that guy. But the Demarius Thomas thing, I see a few different factors. There is a possible looming suspension. He has a felony um, right now that he has going on felony um, vehicular assault. So. We'll see what happens with that. He could end up facing a game or two. I mean, I'm not sure. I couldn't even tell you what the hell felony vehicular assault is exactly. I don't believe he was under any influences or anything. But it sounds like to me, it's like maybe he was trying to like run somebody. I don't know. You 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 know more about the law than I do. What the hell does that even like? Did he try to run somebody over? Like, maybe, how do you get a? Maybe he just wasn't paying attention and it hit someone. Like, tech was texting and driving and like. Someone was crossing the street and he like hit him or something. I have no clue. I don't know the details of the thing. It doesn't sound too doesn't sound too great. Like he's probably no. he's probably gonna catch a suspension, I would guess. And now that he's a patriot, that just kinda adds to his uh, check mark list that when Roger Cadell pulls out his file. Oh, hit someone with a car. Now a patriot. Yeah. But, but like we said, he's gonna start on he's probably gonna start on pup anyway, so he probably maybe they yeah, because I think his suspension probably starts when he's off pup. I would say. I guess um, pup gets interesting. I could probably Google it really quick. In my head right now, pup means that I think that you automatically start the year. I don't believe you can play for a certain amount of games. No, you can't practice if, either. Yeah, and if you're not off that list by like week six or something like that, um, you can't be reinstated for that season. But he's an interesting guy because, like we said, um, he's coming. He's obviously he's got the Achilles. Now this isn't 1999 either. Guys do come back now faster from the Achilles injury. Um, and it's also like we said with this with the uh, suspension. But the wide receiver group 
all of a sudden is interesting because I see it like this. I do think whether they draft a wide receiver first round, second round, third round, they're going to draft a wide receiver high enough where there is zero chance he gets cut. You know what I'm saying here? So there will be a wide receiver body that they bring in that will not get cut. So I start to think of the locks in my head. We won't include Matthew Slater for, you know, for this. Slater bomb. We love, yeah, just throw, he might, he might fuck around and have like 48 catches for 114 yards. Start the year, but so I'd say your locks right now. You got Edelman, um, you got I'll, I'll throw Thomas in there, you know, because I do. I, I don't know why I kind of have a feeling that, that Thomas is going to get a shot. So let's say you have Edelman, Thomas, uh, Dorsett, who we talked about. Who I, I get look, no ill will towards Philip Dorsett at all. You know, he's a former Fort first round pick, they traded Jacoby Brissett for him. Come on, I mean, he's been here the first year, nobody really expected anything out of him, I wouldn't think. Last year, shouldn't we have kind of seen more? Um, they brought in Josh Gordon, you know, with all of his issues. We I, I, People pretend like Philip Dorsett is just the answer, but I, okay, you know, whatever. Well, you got Dorsett. You'd have to imagine Gordon, they gave him that tender. Uh, the Patriots seem to figure he's going to be there at some point, so that's four wide receivers. It gets very interesting to start this year if Thomas isn't there, if Gordon isn't there on suspension. Man, week one is going to be interesting. You're going to have a wide receiver that they draft high enough where he's going to be a lock. That's five. So really, you get into a spot where you might have a battle for um, Berrios or, you know, um, the guy I kind of like is the guy that you, you told me about weeks before they even signed him, Harris. So I've kind of grown fond of him. But I'll let you speak on it real quick and how you think the uh, how you see the wide receiver group shaking out. And I'm going to look something up real quick. I'm going to look up this pup list real quick. Okay. Yeah, def- it, it's definitely weird, man. Like like you just said, Phil Dorsett probably should have taken a step in, in his year two in the Patriots, especially when Edelman wasn't there and the team kind of needed him. And I'm a person who was really high on Dorsett, so I was kind of disappointed this season as well with Dorsett. Maybe he makes some improvements off that, but at least Edelman, Edelman would be back. I have a feeling he's going to have 100 catches in about four games because Philip Dorsett is not getting open and Tom Brady just won't care. But yeah, there's Maurice Harris, you know, Edelman, Josh Gordon, if he comes back. I don't know if he's going to be facing suspension. Of course, the players they'll, they'll draft. They'll, they're going to definitely bring in probably another guy, maybe an, maybe two more veteran guys just to be camp bodies, like the Riley McCarron-type players. Remember, he actually started a game last year. That's how bad yep. it was at one point. Yeah. Just absolutely stinky. Yeah. I fumbled there's, it. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of options left. We were very hopeful for the trade market. It sounds like the Patriots are really in on a lot of players. They they looked on a lot of players, and it just didn't work out that way. Kind of stinks. This is one of the one of the years where the Patriots did smell around, and we're really wanting to get a, a great wide receiver, and just it just couldn't be done. Stinks, but... Um, I think quickly, I, quickly, before up? I forget, I find it interesting that you just said that because I was going to say about Thomas is that there was almost like a certain desperation type of move that it's felt like to me. And I thought it was interesting that they waited till after Adam Thielen got his monster contract and after Sterling Shepard got a monster contract, two guys that we heard they were in on. Now, all of a sudden, they make the decision, OK, you know, what? F this. Let's just sign Thomas now because we're not going to miss out on this guy, too. Let's just keep our eye on our boy Muhammad Sanu. I don't think thing, I don't think it's done there. I don't think things are done. Maybe it could still happen. The draft starts in five days, right? Yep. Maybe yep. something get, maybe something gets done. Maybe not. I think that's probably their 
their half-court shot is Mohamed Sanu. Well, the word is the Falcons want to extend Julio, give him that massive deal. So, I mean, it would kind of make some sense to move on. For, if they're going to move on from Sanu, you know, and try to create maybe some more cap space. And I know he's in, what, the, the final year of his deal or, or whatever it is. Um, quickly on the pup. Yeah, the way the pup works is you can't, you have um, a player who finishes the preseason still on the pup list can be then placed on the regular season pup list. Such players must sit out the first six weeks of the regular season. At that point, teams have a five-week window, which allows the player to begin practicing. From the day the player begins practicing, teams have an additional 21-day window in which to be added to the 53-man roster. If either of those deadlines pass, the player must remain on the pup list the remainder of the season. So, hmm. It's an interesting thing. Definitely. Also, I think one thing that you did say that I just want to touch on real quick. Let's just, I'm just trying to spell the Braxton Berrios will be Julian Edelman stuff from Twitter. Oh, please do. Seems <laughs> like everybody's obsessed with them. Yeah. Every year it's like Austin Carr, then it's Braxton Berrios. Usually I fall for it, but I'm not doing it anymore. I want to wait and see. <laughs> but the thing about Julian Edelman is he actually came into camp and looked really good and was just in a kind of a stack. You know, Welker was ahead of him. He actually played a little bit, and but he, he did show flashes in his camp his first year. And uh, from what I've heard, Barrios didn't do that last year. Then he then he mystically got hurt. I don't know. This this is a probably a pretty fragile guy. Maybe he can make the team and and be a good player. And now that we're talking about it, he probably will be. But I, I, I'm not saying he's going to stink. I'm just saying he's not Julian Edelman. I don't know how people can. Talk about him like, well, look, he's going to be on the team, and I think he's going to be that. What the – like, have you guys paid attention? I remember the years – I'm going back a ways. Guys like Shock Main Davis, and um, he would have – he would lead the team every preseason receptions. There's been other guys, too, over the years. Um, oh, man, I have a couple guys. Their names are right at the tip of my tongue right now. So many guys over the years were in the preseason. They just – they light it up, and they never even make the team coming out of preseason, and then they've forgotten about – and Berrios didn't even do that. I mean, last year, I think it was Riley McCarron who kind of had a had a big preseason. He makes the team coming out of uh, – and then he just, you know, sucked. We saw Brian Timms be awesome all preseason long. He made a bunch of plays. He actually had one great play in the regular season out there in Buffalo, and he did the, uh, the Randy Moss part of the defense, TD celebration. But never get – I try to never get too hyped about these guys. We just saw another one of them last year, week one. Fumbled punt, you know. He fumbled the punt. We never saw this guy again. I don't even know what the hell he's doing now. I don't know, but me and Alonzo were talking last week. I don't know if you remember, but when Josh Gordon first arrived, there was actually also a mystery wide receiver, and this dude had a beer gut, and it was like a huge thing on Patriot Twitter. I don't know if you saw this or not, but there was a picture of this wide receiver who looked absolutely terrible. <laughs> and do we have? You could probably go to your local gym and find a guy who is definitely in better shape and probably has better – could probably put up better sets than this fat dude with a fat slob with a beer gut. Tell you what. Now I want to look this up. Did you tweet about it at all? How can I find out more about this mystery guy? Did So there was a mystery. Why, why is it that I feel like I know what you're talking about? I can't Man, remember. this is going to drive me crazy. Pra- it was Josh Gordon's first practice. Remember, because everyone had the Josh Gordon Abbey of him. But, yeah, it was his first practice. He 
was absolutely I'm... fat. It was atrocious. <laughs> How the hell can I find out more about this guy? Uh, it wasn't that other guy that was here, right? I think he's actually on the Giants now. He had been drafted by the Browns. He sucked. What the fuck was his name? Man, it's driving me crazy tonight. I don't think he, I, I wish I could figure out who the hell you're talking about now. I want to see this guy. So he had like a fat gut and everything. Because I got banned around that time. Actually, that's when I had to start my new accounts. When I got suspended, my um, my Avi was actually a Josh Gordon, you know, in a practice, in the practice uniform. We were all pretty amped about that whole thing. Oh, yes, we were. Maybe I can find it. Maybe I can find it. We all had a, we had a lot of fun with the Josh Gordon thing this year, and then it all... Honestly, it kind of ended the way that we probably should have all expected. Um, we should, we all probably honestly owe an apology to, um, fuck, who was it? Adam Schefter. Um, you remember he had said about how he was going to be punished, and then I know I kind of like was pissed that when I heard the reports, and I kind of was saying, what the fuck, Josh, you dumbass, and then everybody kind of talked shit to me, because they were like, LB, you fucking retard. Like, Josh played every snap. Are you stupid? Um, you know what I'm saying here? Like he ended up playing every snap and then Belichick didn't, but then it came, came out. No, he actually was showing up late. He actually was doing whatever he wanted. And, uh, the Patriots were already getting sick of it. I'm that's why I'm still kind of surprised that the Patriots, um, want him back. Are, are you surprised by that at all? Seemed like you were showing up late. I mean, I don't know, man. This is what Josh Gordon does. He's talented. <laughs> He's super talented. <laughs> Just tender him for no money at all. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, if he shows up, he shows up, you know? I guess that he looks good on his Instagram, but it seems to me like he's never been a guy that had issues looking good. He's always kind of looked the part. Precisely. Unlike the fat, random wide receiver that will never... Yeah. I'll look it up, and we'll find it, and I'll tweet it after this podcast. But, yeah, it was definitely one of those days where it was like, uh, mystery wide receiver is wearing number so and so, and and of course at first you can't see pictures, so you're like, oh my god, it's Josh Gordon. And so then you look at see pictures, he's like, oh my god, that's an obese man. Who is <laughs> that? Who is that? that? Why, would, why would anyone pay from the Patriots practice for a day? Josh Gordon, first practice, mystery wide receiver. It's driving me crazy. I gotta know. You got a what? His name, his name is Kenneth. Wait, no. His name is, is it KJ May? KJ May. I think it's KJ May. <laughs> that, you know, you could. It's a Patriots guy, number 16. I got to see this belly. <laughs> no, it's not KJ May. Fuck. Who is it? Man, I don't know who it is. Now it's bugging me, too. Ah, uh, whatever. Know. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, we gotta forget it. We'll we'll figure it out after. I'm sure someone's <laughs> listening. Probably like, I want to win again. I know who it is. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Actually, wouldn't that be cool? Think about how how good of a show that we could actually have if we could actually interact with people like that. Me and you would actually do good at that. I really believe so. And if we had somebody just like setting us up with funny segments and just like doing voices, and we know like Boston Cream would be perfect because he'd probably just drag me the whole time and like fucking clown on me. For sure, man. You know who I want right now, LB? That is Josh Rosen. They reportedly, there's like three teams, down to three teams for Josh Rosen, Patriots, 
Patriots, Chargers, and can't remember the last team, but I love it. Josh Josh Rosen absolutely stunk last year in perfect in perfect Patriots fashion. He stunk it up. He had a bad team, bad coach, bad staff overall that got fired after one year. He looked terrible, and now the Patriots are going to swoop in, get him, and they'll get a solid backup for four years. Another four years of player control. Maybe if something ever happens to Brady, Josh Rosen just slips in. And becomes a nice quarterback for the Patriots. There's just no, they have all sorts of picks. They have all sorts of picks. All these, all twelve of these dudes aren't making the team. I see no reason why the Patriots. They spent a sec, a high, pretty high second on Jimmy G, or it was pick sixty maybe. They, it was a late second, so maybe a second and a fourth or something like that for Josh Rosen would not be bad at all. You get rid of, you could, uh, you may be able to move on from Hoyer. You have Josh Rosen as your backup. Anything happens to Brady. And then afterwards, you find out what kind of quarterback the guy is, and maybe you sign him to a deal. I don't think there's anything wrong with this, and I love to see it. I'm uh, I'm looking at his right now. I'm looking at his game logs. It's not it's pretty. Poor. It's not yeah. good. 55 completion percentage, like a 66 rate. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm trying to look for like a silver lining. Didn't have a single 300 yard game. He did have one three touchdown game, but he was nine for 20 for 136 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. 67.9 rate. His his season high in rate was 88.5. That was his second start. Boy, his his completion percentages are just awful. Holy Christ, just a bad team though. I, I was just looking. I wasn't looking to clown on him. I was hoping for a couple silver. But I'm also seeing a ton of sacks. Listen to this. I'm gonna go down the line. And this first game, he didn't even start. But one sack, one sack, one sack, four sacks, six sacks, three sacks, five sacks, one sack, two sacks. Two sacks, three sacks, six sacks, four sacks, six sacks. That's 45 sacks, and he played in 44 games. He only started 13 of those, I believe. But anytime I see that you got sacked six times in three, different, three separate – Oh, my God. And that's not counting pressures. Like, he's probably pressured 15, 20 times a game. I don't know how many times, but the offensive line – I think they had 11 different starting combinations, and they're just not good players as it is. Just horrible. Probably fed into the psyche. You know, getting hit a lot. You're a rookie. Things are going by fast as it is. Kind of stinks. Yeah, that's that's a bad situation right now in Arizona. But you know, on the plus side, I remember reading about him coming out of school. He was considered the most talented guy in the draft. Six four, two hundred eighteen pounds. So he's probably pretty much Tom Brady's build. Born February 10th, 1997. He just turned 22, so he's still really young. He's basically just a college kid at that age, you know? I mean, except he's got one year under his belt. Just throw that belt that year into the garbage, pretend it never happened. If he was to come to New England, they would probably tell him, just forget everything <laughs> that you've ever learned. You know, you're a rookie now. Welcome to your first year in the NFL. But, you know, I will give him this. He had some I, – I do believe in quarterbacks – um, I, I think quarterback wins is a real thing. Is it overblown? Yes. I mean, obviously, it's it's kind of an unfair stat in many ways. But you know what? He did. He went to Lambeau. He beat Grand Bay. He he uh, he beat Aaron Rodgers. Man, he didn't really do much. Eleven for twenty-six, forty-two completion percentage, hundred forty-nine yards. Man, Aaron no Rodgers picks, lost though. to this guy. Man, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers lost to this guy. There, this, this guy yeah. was th- this guy was thrown it out of bounds twenty times while Josh Rosen was just. Absolutely doing five yards, five yards of completion and beating his ass. 
Oh, my God. Listen to the stat line. 11 of 26, 42.31 completion percentage, 149 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, 61.2 rate, got sacked twice. Good Lord. He did have two rushes for 32 yards, though, but he also had a fumble. How do you lose to this guy? How did Aaron Rodgers lose to this guy? Got to be a bum. Rodgers doesn't play defense. Well, it sounds like his defense played defense that day. I really did. <laughs> Good Lord. Good grief. Rodgers is busy telling his wide receivers to run the wrong route. <laughs> Rodgers is such a fucking bozo, man. Oh, my God. He's like, I don't even know if it's he's a douche, but I think his fans make it even worse. Rodgers that day, 31 for 50, 233 yards, one touchdown, <laughs> 79.8 rate. Ew. I wish I could see how many throwaways he had. I bet I you he had I, a lot. I think I bet money on this game. People would be like, oh, well, his defense, David Johnson, 20 carries, 69 yards. Wow. This guy, Chase Edmonds, five carries, 53 yards, two touchdowns. Whoever the fuck that is, Chase Edmonds. Never heard of him. He had 60 rush, 208 yards last year. Both of his touchdowns all year came against the Packers. How did, how did Rodgers lose that game? Did, was he seriously just trying to get McCarthy fired? Uh, he's he's no longer a top ten quarterback, so he really has no control over whether or not he wins and loses games. Wow, you really don't think so? You don't think he's top ten anymore? He might be bottom five. If we're being honest. I mean, he Aaron Rodgers. He he blew up his own team. He led the he led the league in throwaways, and I think he broke the NFL record in throwaways. So. So he's just absolutely being a coward. So he's cowardly throwing the ball away. Meanwhile, he has one of the best wide receivers in the NFL on his team. And also and also some good uh, young wide receivers. And probably a top five on his offensive line. So he's just pat, patty caking the ball, throwing the ball away, doing Aaron Rodgers stuff, telling rookie wide receivers to go against coaches. Like this dude is killing his own team. Like coach killing it over there. He's LeBron James over there. What a fucking douchebag. You know, you look back to 2015, 3,800 yards, 31 touchdowns, 8 picks, but he did have a 92.7 rate, which is really low for that. In 2015, that is a bad rate. He followed it up with a big 2016, 4,400 yards, 40 touchdowns, 104.2 rate. Then uh, 2017, of course, the year he got hurt, he returned through all those interceptions. They were out of the playoffs. The Packers cheated in reserve. Nobody cared. They could have actually lost Rodgers due to all that, if you remember that. I don't know if you do. Um, they placed him on injury reserve with, with an injury that he had already healed from. And But, you know, nobody gave a fuck, but it was the Packers. 16 touchdowns, 6 picks, 92, 97.2 rate, which is, you know, whatever. Last year, 25 touchdowns, 2 picks, and that sounds great, but he took absolutely no chances. How many throwaways did he finish with? 70? Uh, it was a cowardly amount. It was just absolutely cowardly. Oh, I love slandering this douchebag. He can make any throw, but can't hit the check down. Nope. It's true, though. He can't. Yeah, we, we know he can make any throw. He's fucking great at throwing throwaways. And I remember the first time we have a pod, we, we talked about that. Like, I bet Ryan Leaf can make all the throws. Like, big deal. Oh boy, Aaron Rodgers, not looking good for you, buddy. This guy, this guy's own parents hate him, and yet people stand this guy. <laughs> I hope that they suck. I really do. I hope that they fucking suck. Fifty-nine throwaways. Yeesh. That's all. Awesome. Somebody made it. Somebody went through and made a GIF 
of every single throwaway. I bet you, yeah, I bet you it's bad. This is really bad. <laughs> Think about the guy that sat here and made a gif for fucking 59 throwaways. Dude, I'm looking at a... Or someone, looking, someone probably is making those gifs, like, trying to justify the 59 throwaways. <laughs> a lot of times there's, like, minimal pressure, and instead of stepping up in the pocket, he just throws it right out of bounds. It's very this weird. Is, very you weird. should actually find the site because this is wow. On this one, he actually has like two wide open guys right in front of his face. Oh, so he can't hit the check down? I'm really shocked. Here's one that he throws away from the four yard line. Let's see. Nobody was open that time. This is probably a good throwaway. Either way, who gives a fuck? Fuck Aaron Rodgers. But now I'm going to be stuck on this website so I can watch 59 gifs of throwaways by some virgin Packers fan. Pack fan 88. And his fucking <laughs> his bio probably says, Tom Brady's a system quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT. And I'm people sit there. They wonder why nobody wants to fucking hear, hear people say, oh, well, you know, most talented. It's like, big deal, dude. Mike Vick was more talented. Like, who? What does that argument even, what does it mean? Michael Bishop was probably more talented than Brady. Drew Bledsoe was probably more talented than Brady. What does that argument fucking mean? Stupid. No idea, LB. Talent. Period. (laughs) T-A-L-A-N-T. Wild stuff. A is for A. A plus. Are you, ready? Are you ready for a mailbag, LB? Yeah, let's do it. I'm, gotta... now I'm, I'm sitting here reading about Rogers. Yeah, let's, I got to get out of this. Going down a rabbit hole. You could be, <laughs> you could be down in Rogers slander for a, a very long time. All right, first one, it's to me, so I'll just go ahead and answer. So it says, my question to you, when are you planning to file harassment charges against Alonzo and have pro- Pro booty liquor for harassing you nonstop on Twitter and claiming that you are a coward. Well, I live rent free in their heads, their minuscule heads. Both of their IQs together does not even come close to me. And and if if you if you come if you combine if you combine, their, combine their weight, it's not even close to mine. So I basically beat these guys at every aspect of life, and they're just trying to desperately bring me down to their level, and it's just not happening. So I'm not worried about them. I'm above it. <laughs> Sounds like some uh, some serious friction there. I do see it on my on my timeline all the time, or it just says randomly like Bryson is a coward, and sometimes Alonzo's like super drunk. It's just like. Fuck you, Bryson, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what it is that, that I invite all this hate, but I guess I'll take it. <laughs> You're like so nice to these to everybody on that app too. Well, except for the people that piss you off. I do laugh though that these they, you know, but the, the whole coward thing does kind of crack me up. Because to me, like coward is just like you fucking pussy. <laughs> I just <laughs> and you're just like yeah, like you just retweet it. You don't even fucking respond. Like, like, how do you feel when people when when people say that you retweet it and then fourteen people like it? Does that bother you at all? <laughs> that's hilarious. Isn't it? Everyone's like, "Yeah, this guy, this guy Brighton's a coward." He's a coward, and it's like, how do you feel when people like you don't even know, like people that maybe you don't like, they like it, and then you're like, "Fuck you, this isn't for you." <laughs> no, I don't. I care. remember uh, 
the time our buddy uh, Torn Achilles Jim, you know, horny Jim, he, he had that tweet that said, uh, if you think you can kick my ass, retweet this. <laughs> I, retweeted it. <laughs> I retweeted it from uh, the title talk account and um a little while later i, I looked back on that tweet because i was like i gotta see how he's handling this and like it just progressively got worse because it was like somebody retweeted adam he's like you can't kick my ass and then like later on the thread it says if, yo if i don't know who you are don't fucking retweet this shit <laughs> I was just laughing. I was like, "See, that's why I couldn't. I I wouldn't be able to handle putting that up because I know that like a bunch of people that I hate would retweet it, and I'd be like, you 'You can't kick my ass,' and I just wouldn't handle it well. Oh, Cowardly, yeah. Br- Bryson. Why are you such a coward? Eighty-four likes. <laughs> Hilarious. Rent free. Rent free, baby. Rent yeah. free. All right. Next Puffs. question. Game you are most looking forward to in the schedule. Well, starting off. Definitely the Chiefs game. Also, definitely the Browns game. I can't really remember the schedule off my head, but those are the ones I kind of remember. So those are the games I'm looking forward to. What about you? I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. Fuck all these other games. No, yeah, seriously. Those, um, those are preseason games, yeah. Those yeah. Games don't matter. <laughs> uh, I, I'm really looking forward to week one just because, you know, um, num- ring number six, you know, drop the banner on the Steelers. It's always, always, always... You know, fuck the Steelers. I respect them for their amount of championships. Their fans can be total douchebags, but, you know, I do respect. I respect the Steelers. I mean, I don't, but I do, if that makes sense. You know, they, they've they been able to acquire six championships, and now the Patriots are right there. The Patriots did it all since 2001, and they're going to have the Steelers in their house when they unveil that new one. I think that's, like, really cool. I do. I think that's awesome. Of course, I'm looking forward to the Chiefs. Uh, I don't know how that game could possibly disappoint unless Mahomes somehow takes a step back or unless Brady's not, you know, whatever. That should be a fun one. And I'm also, like you said, the Browns. I don't know how anybody – I'm excited about what the Browns can do, but I at the same time think that everyone should pump the brakes a little bit and see what they actually look like because – Baker Mayfield, I love him, but we've seen sophomore slumps so common in the NFL, especially at quarterback. You always, always, it feels like you see that sophomore slump. And I almost could see that on Mahomes. You know, I know he actually isn't a rookie. He started a game his rookie year, week 17, against the uh, the Broncos. Had no touchdowns, but he, did, he had a pick. But he, he looked good. Um, you know, 50 touchdowns in his first year as a starter. I wouldn't be surprised. I expect him to have around 38 touchdowns in that range, maybe 12 picks, 10 picks. And I wouldn't be surprised if Baker Mayfield takes a step back. I know he has OBJ now. I know that he has uh, Landry already there. He has a great set of backs. The Browns are a team I think people need to I, – I saw um, a video of a Browns fan crying because they, they got OBJ. And it was just like, come on, man. You know, I know you guys have had it. Come on, dude. Like, just ugh, don't come on. Ugh. I, I'm thinking about it, and I, it makes me sound like such an asshole. Because I know not everybody has experienced success like the Patriots have had, but come on, man. You're crying because your team traded for a player. That's just so fucking cringe. These these fans, when they lose in the AFC Championship game, are going to absolutely, absolutely go off the deep end. Well, why do you think the Browns are going to get there? Do you see the Browns get to the AFC Championship? I mean, they could, but I'm just saying, if they get if they get like kind of far and then lose, yeah, they're, they're gonna be absolutely heartbroken. 
it's a tough feeling, and I know that other people have differed with me on it before. Yes, it's heartbreaking to lose a Super Bowl. It's it sucks to lose an AFC Championship game. All those, you know, losing sucks. Period. It sucks. And the further you get, the the much you know, it hurts a lot more the further you get. But although it hurts more to lose a Super Bowl than it does to lose an AFC Championship game, I'd rather lose a Super Bowl personally. But I know exactly what you're saying because if you say say that the Browns do get to an AFC Championship game and the Patriots just rip their hearts out and you know it doesn't even always have to be a blowout it can be a close game and the Patriots always have that way I don't know if you remember I warned Barnes all week I said dude the Patriots gonna do what they've done to everybody for years and they're gonna find a way to break your little heart and sure enough they did man they broke his little heart in overtime and like you said I don't know how will Browns fans deal with it if they have to lose a playoff game. It'll be awful. Absolutely awful. All right, next question. From our boy Austin, who do we draft? Well, Austin, there's 12, there's 12 picks. So that's actually a lot of players. So they probably won't, they'll, they might trade back in the next year's draft. They might trade some picks for a veteran. They might trade some picks for Josh Rosen, we hope. But ultimately, the Patriots are going to pl- draft players that played in the NCAA. That's my take. Um, you know, I, I, what's going to happen, Obi, is they're going to take, there's going to, they're going to take like an interior defensive lineman in round one and people are going to absolutely lose their shit. Yeah, I will. (laughs) Fucking right. I will. I'm just kidding. I, I, this year I might, uh, most years, most years I, I get over it. This year I, I, I have some serious concerns about this weapons group, whether it's wide receiver, whether it's tight end, you know, uh, it's pretty bad that Benjamin Watson said he was coming out of retirement. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Bring this fucking guy. Like, woo. Like, Oh God damn. I mean, what are we, what are we doing here? I mean, I get it. And Bill, we trust and Brady. We trust these, they're both the goat. I just, we're in this whole thing as fans to, I think that we've all been kind of brainwashed by Belichick where, you know, we we we're in this thing to win, you know. Nothing stats stats are for losers. I mean, that's what Bill, Bill said. Uh, you know, it's not about all these other things being pretty. Blah blah blah. It's about winning. But I just I want to see them win another Super Bowl. I don't love this weapons group. If they draft a fat defensive tackle, he might end up being the next Vince Wilfork, which is great. But I guess for whatever reason, this year. I, this year, more than any other year I've ever remembered, I'm like, I'm like, I really need like a sexy pick. We got it last year with Sony, I guess. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I just, I feel like I need like AJ Brown or, or whatever. Just one of these wide receivers injected right into my veins. I'm seeing more talk about Andy Isabella, and if they took him in the second round and they took a defensive tackle first, I'd, I'd be thrilled with that. I mean, I'd love that. So. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. I try not to get too up or down on it because I know that the Patriots will always, always, always disappoint you. They'll never make you happy, ever. I know that you loved the Sony pick last year, by the way. It was awesome. Great pick. <laughs> Only reason they won a Super Bowl. Carried them. <laughs> Absolutely. He, fucking, he, he put Tom Brady and Alex Guerrero on his back, and he carried their fucking asses. He really did. <laughs> that's what we need we need a meme of that of him with Guerrero and Brady not just Brady and Guerrero <laughs> carrying them and Trent Brown all together yeah you got it alright next question from a boy Boston Cream 
How many 10-year-old kids could you beat up at once? Oh, man. Um, I'm not going to I could run through some 10-year-old kids. You're, you're a little bit younger than me. I feel like I'm, I wake up, I'm so sore the next day sometimes just from, like, sleeping on my neck the wrong way. Depends. Like, are we talking, like, football player, 10-year-olds? Because my brother Adam was a big kid when he was 10 years old. Or are, we, are we talking, you know, like, so it, it gets dicey. It gets dicey based on the size of these 10-year-olds. If it's, like, 10 soccer players, then I'm fucking up a bunch of them. But if it's 10, you know, linebackers, then probably, like, two. And is it, it – is what happens is, is – are they feeding us – is, like, it, is it one 10-year-old coming out at once and then another after that, or is it, like, all of them at once? That's, that's the question that you need to know. Because right now I'm I'm at the age where I'm I'm in shape enough to do something about it and I'm pissed off all the time because I'm really stressed <laughs> out. So these yeah. these kids could come out and trying to fight me and it just it just might be my day. Like it just That's it's, another... like, it's just one of those things like, yep, this is what I needed all week long to fuck up some ten year old kids. Well, let's be honest. I know that, you know, I feel like every every person ever has been so ready to fight this kid, man. You hate this kid. You like, you want to fuck him up right now. Like, not, not, not tomorrow. I'm not meeting this motherfucker at his house in three days. Like, I want to fight this kid right now. And everybody's like, and then everybody sets up the fight for like a week later. And then as days go by, you're like, dude, I don't even want to fight this kid anymore. Like, you know, you, you kind of stop being pissed off. Like, there's always that, you, you know, when like sometimes you just need motivation. And I was more of the like, please motivate me. Like, when I heard people talking shit, it would motivate me to fuck them up. Um, like, I would need these 10-year-olds really saying some, like, nasty shit, like, talking about my mom and, you know, just saying some, like, really fucked up shit. Or, like, you know what I mean? Or maybe one of them, like, fucks with one of my cats. I don't know. But I would absolutely need some sort of motivation there. Like, they couldn't just walk in and be like, hey, LB, how are you today? Yeah, and I'm it just gonna to, what elbow him in the a, face, you know? Yeah, it have to be like a life or death thing where it's just like <laughs> you know these kids are like zombies or something, and you're just trying to fight them all. I'll tell you, I think about that a lot. I think I always think I think it would be fucking cool to have a zombie apocalypse. I swear, don't you think it'd be kind of cool? <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I'd be dead in a week. I don't know. Look, how to I do have plans. I don't know how to do anything. Like I'd be eating grass and shit. Oh, I don't either. I don't know how to do shit, but I'd be hitting up CVS Pharmacy. I'd be fine. I'd be, I'd be living. Oh, dude, I, I, I can definitely think of, like, the funner side of things. Like, nobody around to tell me I'm doing shit illegal. Like, I would definitely 100% find, like, all the smoke shops. You know, I'd be taking all the best drugs in the world. I'm going to die anyways. You know what I mean? Like, probably going to get ravaged the fuck apart by a zombie. I don't know. I think I could find ways to make it fun. You know, board up my house and... But like you said, though, I can't do shit either. Like, I, if I was expected to, you know, kill my own animals, I don't know what I'd do, man. I don't. What would you rather have, though, like a zombie apocalypse or like a, or like a vampire? I think vampires suck. They're not as cool as zombies. I don't know, man. This is, t- this is t- how many vampires are we talking? Like fucking like the whole world. <laughs> I don't want to. They can fly. They can fly and stuff. That's true, man. You'd probably have to take the zombie apocalypse because they're kind of <laughs> yeah. like if we're talking Walking Dead zombies, you know. They're kind of dopey. Like you can lock the doors and they can't get in. But vampires, it seems like they could fly around and they'd be like super smart yeah. about it, and they'd unlock your door and find your spare key under the rock. 
Yeah, I, I can I can just picture them like like that Count Chocula like. <laughs> so like I always envision them to be smart for some reason. Maybe it's based on that one. <laughs> what? Yeah, what the... Count numbers. <laughs> yeah, we think counting is the smartest <laughs> thing ever. When you're Two? Smart... Yeah, you're like this guy's a genius. <laughs> he'll count to seven. He literally just he literally just counted a nine. Holy shit, mom! <laughs> this guy's the smartest man of all time. He used rocks and he counted a nine. Nine rocks. My fucking mind is blown. Oh, man. A zombie apocalypse would be kind of cool, though. I can definitely think of some fun shit that I would do. You know? Alright, LB. Next question. This is not as funny, but we'll take it. <laughs> Salem says, Quarterbacks in the draft, do you see any MVP or Super Bowl winning potential in any of these guys? From a Patriots point of view, is it worth taking one in the middle rounds, all things considered? Next year's class, Brady Hoyer, solid enough for next season. Well, I think we know what Hoyer is. He's seems to get he seems to be declining a fair amount from what I've seen. Like he's not I don't think he's gonna go in and win you any games anymore. I think Hoyer I used to like Hoyer, I think he kinda stinks now. I think this quarterback class is kinda meh. Last year's was obviously better. I don't know. I, I mean the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks I kind of like, of course Kyler Murray, but he's gonna he's gonna go super high. And then if you, the thing I kind of like to look at is just like the, the the true accuracy, the accuracy under pressure, outside the pocket, explosive play percentage. And Haskins scores really well. Of course, he plays at Ohio State. He has a lot of players there. Drew Locke actually scores pretty well. A lot of people don't like Drew Locke, but maybe he's a guy that could take in the second. Of course, then there's Will Greer, who everyone loves. I'm not too. I'm not the highest on him. He has his true accuracy percentage is pretty high, but under pressure, not good. Outside the pocket, not good. And then you have the who's the next uh, Brett Ripien. I don't know. These guys just aren't. These guys. I, it's hard for. I've been trying to talk myself into these guys since I've seen since we've been talking about it. I can't really do it. I think it, all things considered, I'd rather have like. Drew Locke or one of these guys in the second round or third round, or I'd rather have just trade for Josh Rosen because I think he's probably better than all of these guys, except for Kyler Murray, of course. Well, I mean, in my mind, I'm not even sold that Josh Rosen isn't better than Kyler Murray. And I'm a, I do like Kyler Murray. I think that there's something to the kid, but I also see, I watch the way that he throws the ball and it's, eh, his arm doesn't impress me a ton. Um, and in my opinion, the most important throws that you can make as an NFL quarterback is to complete those outs, baby. You got to be able to, you got to be, got to be able to, uh, to uh, zing that ball in there. You got to be able to throw an out. That's one thing I used to watch Mark Sanchez do, and I used to say, "Oh man, this guy does not have a strong arm." That's how you can tell which guys have a strong arm. They can make that out, man, and they can just, they can zing it in there. And that's something Brady's always been able to do. Last year, at times it wasn't as on point, but I think some of that might have honestly had to do with injury, but. That's a story for another day, but I watched Kyler make the, some of those throws, and I wasn't overly impressed. It's something that I think Rosen, I do think Rosen has a very good arm. Um, I'll go with the two guys that I am most impressed by for whatever reason are Will Greer. I know you're not big on him. You watched him a lot more than I did. I mostly remember him from his days at Florida, for crying out loud. I remember he was the dude that got suspended for steroids, and I was like, oh, this guy's kind of cool, you know, <laughs> quarterback getting all juiced up. I like it, you know, and 
and I think he has a kid and a family now, and I kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, I kind of like that. Kind of tell you know this guy probably he's he's probably had to grow up a ton. He's already made a mistake in life with the roids. He was probably really embarrassed. Um, he has a family fake now. He's fake kid. roids. What was it exactly? You know, it was. Um, they're fake roids. Ah, shit. I know the name of them. My buddy actually used them. What what they are is essentially, uh, sar. You know what I'm talking about. Shit. I want to say. It's, Sar Sarms? Are you talking about that stuff? It's um, like it, what they what they're supposed to be is a um it's a non side effect steroid. But what but what happens is I mean everything you take has a side effect virtually. So what what actually happens is it what happens is it uses your testosterone so efficiently that your body actually s- s- produces a lot less testosterone. And from what I've seen in his case, there's not a whole lot of people taking this specific drug. I can't remember what it's called. But he was like 180 pounds to start off with, which for his size is nothing. Yeah. And I've seen his before and after pictures and the amount of time allotted. And then I think he might have gotten up to like 205 or 215 within – it was a decent amount of time. And it's just one of those things where yeah, I don't think you can attribute the steroids as much – the those particular steroids as much as just lifting weights and eating better. So – in my in my opinion, knock on him. Using your quarterback, why the hell are you using steroids? Fake steroids. Like this is something he clearly outthought himself and thought he could get away with taking fake steroids instead of just actually taking steroids. This is kind of. I'll, I'll I'll have to read up more about it. Like this was man, this was all back in I can't even remember. This was all back in 2015. I remember what I was doing at the time when I was reading the article and. It was during 2015 year that this happened. I remember reading about it. Will Greer was supposed to be the next big thing there, and he kind of had it falling out. But I kind of like his background because it's kind of not perfect, and it seems like it's a guy who knows he's going to have to work. I don't know. He might just be ready to be workmanlike and ready to, you know, just be the guy. I, I, there's something about all that that I kind of like, you know, the kid, the family, all that crap. For some reason, I kind of like that, you know. Um, and the other guy I kind of like is Rippin because – I just know the name. His dad was a quarterback for the Redskins. He won, He led at least one Super Bowl. I think he had. He may have even had an MVP year. He actually had some big years, some really good years as an as an NFL quarterback. So I kind of like that about Rippin. I like that too. Yeah, I always like it when an athlete has an athlete dad. Yeah, you know, I mean, Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, um, even Patrick Mahomes' dad played baseball. Um, this, it helps if they suck. It helps if their dad sucks. It, it does seem to help, so that might go against Rippin. Because usually the sun isn't as good for whatever reason. It's a weird thing. But those are two names that really, really interest me. Um, another name that's recently begun to interest me more now is uh, Daniel Jones, because it seems like all of a sudden people are talking about him and people kind of like him. And then I start hearing that, and I start saying, well, what's going on there? You know, I mean, what's – it's funny we talked about the roids. You should do yourself a favor, anybody listening. You should look up Tim Couch. He, now, this was um, this was when I was, like, super in love with the game. The 1999 NFL draft came on. Tim Couch was drafted first overall. It's actually where I got my football number. I wasn't a Browns fan, but I thought the number two looked awesome. So that's where I got my number. I liked the way the number two looked. Tim Couch was a bust, didn't work out. In a way, though, he was actually pretty good if you ever go back and look at his stats for that era playing for the shitty, shitty Browns. I always think if he had some talent around him, he might have been good. But do yourself a favor, Google Tim Couch, 
Um, what ended up ending his career was he wound up in Jacksonville. He failed the drug test for steroids, and he never played again. You guys should see what he looks like now. He is absolutely massive and jacked as fuck. I think he works or something for the Cleveland Browns organization in some some capacity. But if if you're listening, you should do that, Bryce. And I want you to look it up too because you will laugh at how big Tim Couch got. He's like a huge bodybuilder now. It's crazy. That's awesome. I love to see it actually. <laughs> It is. It's funny because I remember when he was just like this skinny ass dude coming out of Kentucky, and then it's like now he's huge. You know, it's definitely wild, man. It's definitely wild. I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew what the name for Greer steroids for. I actually did have a buddy take him. No clue if they worked or not. I would say definitely no. But usually, you know, what? I'm not against not against Greer. Like if they drafted him in the third round, I wouldn't be pissed at all. But maybe he goes higher than that. I actually, I actually like this time of the year because then we get guys like it sounds like it sounds like the Giants. I think are super interested in Daniel Jones. Like they might trade up to draft them. So the more these teams are completely idiotic about these uh, kind of round two quarterback talents, then maybe like a good skill player or a super talented edge player or something like that falls to the Patriots. We just love to see that. That's what I like about this. The NFL draft is so random. I don't. I've never understood why people even do mock drafts. I hate mock I drafts. Just, I hate every I, like it. The, you could you could look at all the mock drafts you want for the Patriots over the years, and none of them make sense because every one of them's like the Patriots need a fill in the blank. They're they're taking this guy, and it just never happens that way. It's just a funny thing because a mock gets totally effed up the second that you have this guy going. You know. Usually there's a guy they think will go first. Then once you get second overall, it's a little bit more, you know, up in the air. So then this guy goes second overall, but you had him going fourth overall. So now everything from that point on is just going to be wrong. Well, then now another team trades up because this team missed out on the guy that they wanted second. It just, it just, it's a, such a fucking sh- poop shoot. None of it ever makes sense. It's just impossible to get right. I guess, I guess I see why they do it, but... So Greer claims he took a substance called ligandrol. Yes, ligandrol. Yeah, I, I've done some research on it. Greer says he would often buy protein at the storms, persuaded by the. <laughs> I love, I love that. We already talked about that. Yeah, man, I'm not natural. I bought protein at the store. <laughs> Morons. <laughs> Dumb. I used to talk to guys. No joke. When I was fresh, when I, when I. When I used to work at that company I was at for a long time, I worked with these guys, Cambodian guys, and I'd say, well, you need to get some protein. They'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm all natural. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm not telling you to inject, you know, something into your ass. I'm telling you, you know, you should get some protein. You're just wasting your, nah, bro, I got to keep it natty, yo. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, if anything, you might as well just stop working out if you're not going to take protein. I don't know much about this this ligandrol crap, but it sounds like it's a very it's a new uh, synthetic <laughs> like it's a it's a new thing. It's supposed to be the non side effect steroid, it's supposed to do no damage, but it actually it's probably gonna end up being really bad. Well, let's see. This was back in sixteen, so it's probably already banned. Do you know if it's banned? It has a steroidal name to it. Ligand. No, no, just no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's in the testing phase, so you can still buy it probably right now. My, my friend actually bought it. In a testing phase, which I don't recommend you try anything in a testing phase. I recommend that's when you load up on it. 
<laughs> you just buy a shit ton of it. Yeah. You just buy <laughs> a shit ton banned. of it because exactly. And then it might, and that's it, might, when... it might suck and then you can just sell it to people who don't know it's <laughs> Well look, once it gets banned, that means that it's good and it works. That's my <laughs> that's my that's that's how I look at it. Uh, let's see. Well, the NCAA banned it for whatever reason. Oh, you hate to see that. Oh, I like this. This kid's perfect, man. He's already trying to break the rules and find ways to to, to cheat the city. This yes. kid. Yes. Yes. There you go. That's a good spin. Yeah, oh, like Bill that. Belichick must be like salivating at the thought. He's like, man, wow. You know, we kind of had to talk Brady into cheating a little bit. Now, we're this weird guy. About it. We go in the meeting well, and be like, yep, he, he's all. Yeah, it's all good. Obi, He's going to love this next question. It's from our boy Barnes, the coward. He's watching out. He says, why is LB so handsome? You know what? I asked myself the same, Barnes. He's a very handsome guy. Don't know why he's so handsome. Don't know how he does it. Thank you, guys. I always, I always think of you guys as the handsome ones. Um, You know, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm enjoying this. I'll take this. I'm, uh, I'll take this. You're right. I am fucking handsome. And <laughs> you guys. Go. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, as far as I'm concerned, are not as handsome. I'm the yes, handsome. Yes, there you go. Um, Boris, you're fucking ugly. Yes. Just Sorry, Boris. I'm just the cowardly Boris, I should say. Um, I'm, I'm kind of liking this whole new thing. Yeah, I'm handsome, man. I kind of like that. I was going to say Barnes is handsome, but he's like 15, and I don't know if I'm looking at some sort of like, you know, little boys, you know, Michael Jackson, fucking freak shit. Six nine, I don't know if you know. I like it though. I like being the handsome guy. I'm not gonna lie, because you know what? You know what, Bryson? You, in fact, are the handsome one. But because you were so kind to say I'm handsome, I think we're all more handsome from it. We we need we need to stop being so toxic and compliment each other a little bit more. <laughs> less less of the cowardly, more of the you know handsome e. Exactly. Exactly. Next question is: Will DT will DT be a sufficient replacement for Chris Hogan? Well, um, as long as he shows up breathing on the field, it'll be okay. It's I'm good with that. As long as he doesn't pout on the sideline and he's, I mean, he's not going to be as available. We know that. Like Chris. Oh yeah! Damn it! You got you beat me to it. (laughs) Sorry, I should let you go. No, no, it's fine. We talked about it though. DT will be an upgrade. I'm here to tell you. Yeah. You, you had it perfectly, too, because you were saying, you know, look, I don't, as long as he's on the field breathing, <laughs> as long as he's just, look, as long as he puts the fucking uniform on, he'll be better than Chris Hogan. Dom <laughs> weeps. Um, you, see the, I just, you know that meme where everyone stands up and claps and everyone's, like, jumping up and down? That's me, yeah. whenever, that's me whenever Demarius Thomas catches one, best, one pass <laughs> in practice. Woo! I should make a thing. I should do a tweet about that tonight. Make your I like that. Whenever Demarius Thomas has three receptions for ten yards in the preseason game. That kid, I think I've seen that kid, uh, Ding Dong, uh, King Ding Dong, whatever the fuck his name is. I think I've seen him use that quite a few times. That is a funny one where, like, everybody's, like, running. It's almost like a Dr. Phil set. It might be Oprah or something, but, like, there's, like, somebody doing jumping jacks, right? Like, like they're all celebrating. I like that one, too, but it never bangs. It's, like... And Demarius Thomas makes a catch and celebrate good times. Come on. That's going to be Life is a Patriots fan. I don't give a fuck. Demarius Thomas is the new Josh Gordon. 
I, I, anything he does is anything he does is great. It's like having the worst ex girlfriend ever, and then you just have a you have a totally normal girlfriend, and like she does the most normal thing ever, and you're like, wow, this is great. This is so amazing. Great. All she has to do is not get drunk and fuck your best friend. And you're like, you know what? She is cool. <laughs> I like this girl. I like her a lot. You know, she didn't. She didn't fucking send my dad lewd text messages. I really like this girl. She means a lot to me. All right, LB. This is a hard one. Top five Brady stands on Twitter. Well, we're gonna go ahead and include LB and myself and Alonzo as as three. And then the other two, these are up for grabs. I don't know. I don't really you know. Gotta, you got to give one to KP. Key T-Boy. Yeah, he we'll, does. We'll he goes see. hard defending them. Nate does too. Nate gets really into it. Uh, Nate <laughs> says some of the funniest shit. That it's, it's why he's on account like 38. Uh, the shit Nate says actually cracks me up. He's, I think he's kind of toned it down recently. But the shit he used to say to people just being brain dead, telling them they're a fucking moron. You know, the shitty people used to just really used to be pretty bad. Nate's right there. Nate is an absolutely, he just defends him to the death. He defends him to the death of his account. KT or KP's right there. Um, I'm trying to think outside the box for some people that we really, Johnny Vicars, you'd have to say he's one of them. I mean, he's so fucking stupid that he makes <laughs> any, any single person gets an ex. It just nothing to him doesn't. I used to think he was so cool because like he'd defend Brady from everything, and then I started realizing that's because it was an article about Andrew Luck throwing for like four touchdowns, and he says Tom Brady did that, you know, fucking two weeks ago, and it's just like, dude, nope, nobody's talking about Tom Brady. This has nothing to do with Tom Brady. Russell Wilson gets an extension. Oh well, Tom Brady. This. It's like, look, nobody cares. It's all right, buddy. You know, the guy just won his six Super Bowl. He started saying about how Russell Wilson got carried to his got carried to a ring. Well, you know what? Russell Wilson had a 120 rate in his Super Bowl game. They won. And he said the score, he goes, oh, it was 43 to 8. Well, you know what? The Patriots just won a Super Bowl 13 to 3. And Brady had a rating, I believe, that was under 70. So let's just try to fucking keep it, you know. Let's try to always keep things at, I, I just, I give up. I don't know. I give up with fucking some of these Brady fans. Johnny is so toxic. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll let you get to this next question, then, which is what is the most underappreciated position in football, which I love. And I'm going to go ahead and say offensive tackle. That's right, baby. You got to have good tackles to win. Look at the Vikings. They have a decent quarterback, great weapons, a defense full of good players. And still, it does not matter because their tackles absolutely suck. the The Patriots have won Super Bowls with guards that you like. You have guards and centers they have just no idea about. But the moment Marcus Cannon is a train wreck, oh, the team goes to shit. I just love tackles. I think tackles are so so important. We need to give these big fellas some love. Throw them some touchdowns this year, please. Yeah, let's get back to the Nate Solder scoring touchdown days. You know, I wish we could have saw that with Trent Brown. You know, why couldn't Trent Brown? You know, of course, Nate Solder played a little tight end in college, but hey, you know, what's the matter? They can't throw the ball to a black guy? They couldn't let Trent it's Brown. kind of weird. Kind of weird. Not it, saying it's not saying it's racist, but just saying. Nope, kind of weird. Kind of weird. Also, it's kind of weird that all of a sudden Patriots fans want Andy Isabella. You know, okay. Yeah, we love Isabella all of a sudden. Draft him in the first round for all we fucking care. Trade up and take him. I don't care. Those guys are going to get drafted in the third round. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
take them in the first, baby. Bill's playing fucking chess while everybody else plays checkers. Jordan Richards all over again. But underappreciated position. My God, that's, that's such a good question because I feel like all... First off, linemen just don't get enough love, period, ever. Um, I look at how good David Andrews is. And like you said, if you take away those tackles, do we, you know... The Patriots seem to rely heavily on their tackles because our quarterback has absolutely no mobility at all. So if their tackles are bad, forget it. You know, game over. Um, underappreciated. And I know in New England, and we appreciate them, but, you know, league-wide, fullbacks aren't appreciated yes, at all. Yes, I knew you were going to say fullbacks. Yes. These guys get smacked in the face all the time. They get paid virtually nothing. <laughs> and, and they get no love from PFF at all. They get graded so shitty, and they have – and they're hitting – I mean – at fullback, you're taking on the meanest dudes in the business. You're you're taking on linebackers, and that's you know what I mean. That's like the, those are like the meanest, most physical yes. fuckers, you know. The, and the first play of the Super Bowl, James Devlin went one on one with Indomitian Sue and got smacked up. <laughs> that's not fun. And Indomitian Sue is a scary man. <laughs> He's not the guy that I'm trying to take one on one. Never forget Dave Portnoy. <laughs> Dave Portnoy told him, if anything happens to Brady, I'll be waiting outside the locker room. <laughs> My God, would you have been able to say that to Indomitian Sue? He's fucking scary. Hey, I want to say something about Portnoy. This guy actually came to West Virginia and did a pizza review. Portnoy did? When? He came to a place called Welch, West Virginia, which I'm going to look up how close it is to me right now. Welch, West Virginia. And he reviewed a pizza place... That is absolute ass, LB. This is an ass piece of pizza place. I have no idea why. I have no idea why he would ever review this place called Fox's Pizza. Just a horrible <laughs> pizza place. I, I mean, I would never eat it. I live here, but so Welch is about three hours south of me, and you don't know much about West Virginia. But once you get about an hour south of me, it's a different land. It's like you've probably seen all those. All the shows about West Virginia, the wild, the wild whites. I think it was like a show like that, something like that. Or if you've ever seen the uh, Wrong it's, Turn movie series, it's like this. Like I can't even. I don't know how to explain it, but people are just people are living, you know, fifty, sixty years ago down there. It's this. I can't believe he ended up in this place. It's at the very end of the border. It's near. I'm trying to see. Is it near where the Patriots practice? It's it's basically uh, it's basically an hour south of where Randy Moss grew up. Oh, and Rand. You, and you know, yeah, you know how you know how Randy talks too. He's got a he's he got a huge Southern accent. Yep. This is this is another world. I can't believe he was here reviewing the shittiest pizza and probably the <laughs> shittiest town in West Virginia. <laughs> Have you ever had it or? Yeah, I've had it actually. At our local Fox Pizza got shut down because the owner's son killed him and himself. <laughs> oh, that's good. So that's a place that. Uh, <laughs> I think he killed himself. Maybe he didn't kill himself, but he definitely the killed his dad. The owner's son. Yeah. Welcome to family business. Welcome to Fox Fox's Pizza. They're very family, family driven, family owned. You know. West welcome Virginia to Fox. Style. Horrible pizza. The foxes. Horrible effing pizza. Why? Just why? Our pizza, our pizza sucks, and our family fucking kills each other. <laughs> Off Precis- to a good start. Precisely. Precisely. Did LB. he grade the pizza good, or did it suck? I, I, didn't, it I, didn't, I didn't look. I knew, even though I hated it, 
and I knew it sucked. It had pissed me off to see him review it really low, so I didn't even watch it. It's like, man, fuck that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking. Yeah, he does know what he's talking about because that pizza sucks. It's probably like a, he probably rated it a solid three, I'd guess. Yeah, it's cold. There's some weird going on in the back. I don't even know what's going on back there. Oh my god, there's a weird smell coming off of this piece. Man, fuck this. Fuck West Virginia. I'm never coming back to West Virginia. I don't know why I even came down here. How in the hell? If I'm going <laughs> to screenshot you a picture of the map and show you where it is, and it's literally, uh, it's probably, it's the closest town to it near the interstate is Princeton, and that is, um, that's also a different world. So that's an hour, it's an hour off the interstate. How did he get here? How in God's name did he get? I have no idea how he got here. Look, wow. I'm just going to say it's amazing where people can live these days. I have no idea what the fuck they made this pizza out of, but this is disgusting. I'm not <laughs> even going to take another bite. <laughs> just this is atrocious. And I hate it. <laughs> and he, come, he comes to West Virginia and he goes to like the shittiest, <laughs> worst asshole-ish part of West Virginia you could possibly go it to. Makes, it almost makes you think he did it on purpose just to piss me off. <laughs> I've heard of this kid Bryce in NFL. Yeah, the gym tough guy. You know, the kid with his triceps in his picture. People talk about my inverted knees. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck you, buddy. I'm going to come to West Virginia and I'm going to shit all over your pizza. Pizza review. I laughed when he did that one with the rapper. I have no idea how. I've never even watched him before. And then he had did one with Little John. He's like, dude, fuck rappers. This is the last time I ever do one with a rapper. They're never on time. They're always late. They never show up for shit. And then he finally shows up. He's like, dude, I was about to ban you for the show. I was like going off. It was just funny, man. Portnoy. That guy has really grown on me. He really has, hasn't he? Hey, LB, how many games Josh Gordon's playing for Patriots in 2019-20? I'm going to say... I don't even want to say... I don't even want to say. I'm going to let you say. All right. I'll, I'll throw a number out there. I'm going to say eight. Eight games. Ooh, that's low. He's, you think that's gonna, low? Think he's going to get a suspension? I'm, I do. Um, and I think that because it was – he's – somebody uh, – the more I've talked about this, our buddy Denley, he's, you know, he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Denley. Uh, he made a good point. You know, the last two times this guy's been suspended, he was suspended for, you know, the entire season. So, at this point, for a while, I was thinking, because he, you know, he missed the final regular, two regular season games last year, I was thinking, oh, maybe he gets two to turn into a four. But then I started thinking, yeah, but this guy is, I mean, he could go anywhere from, it's impossible to say, because he could get another year ban here, and it wouldn't, I mean, would you be shocked if he got another year ban? When you look at the fact that he was suspended for full, full seasons, now twice. I believe it was. If you look at all the games he's missed, if he plays in eight games, that's a really good thing in my opinion. That's a positive development. I know some people think he'll get two because he missed two games, but I mean, what part of the suspension calls for a four-game suspension? You know what I mean by that? Like, how can you look at it and say, oh, well, two last year, two this year, four-game suspension. But, you know, I know people people want to get on the uh, the mental illness thing, and that's true. You know, it sucks. I hate to see anybody suffering from mental illness, but, you know, the rules are the rules. You can't use drugs, and if you do, he's in the program where you can't use drugs. So if he plays in eight games, then that's a positive development, in my opinion. 
Oh, definitely. Uh, actually, our Twitter dad, not your Twitter dad, I don't think you claim this Twitter dad, but our Twitter dad, as in Alonzo and I, says he's going to play 16, and this is very weird because um, our Twitter dad is actually a, a big brown stan, low-key, and he said he's always been disappointed Josh Gordon, has always warned us about Josh Gordon, and just a weird development. He says 16 games, and it seems like he's been working in the lab, but I don't know, man. We're, we'll see. You know, it always just takes one of those days. Just takes one of those days, and things are messed up. But I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say minimum twelve. I'm gonna say minimum tell twelve. This, tell this fucking guy to follow me again, man. You know, I treated I tweeted about Trump once, you know, years ago, and this guy never forgave me. He used to follow me. Fucking bastard. Now, now I'm, I went to his uh, his timeline now, and I'm trying to see if he had anything about Gordon. Yeah, he's not a big Gordon guy. I remember he pissed off all of Twitter. I remember young boss was like, yo, I ratioed him. And we was like, dude, that's not what ratioed means. And then in the end, he got more likes than young boss. And anyways, who gives a shit? You know what? I'm all, I, I would be stoked to have a healthy Josh Gordon back, not just to watch him as a fucking football player, but it would be awesome to see a human being, you know, just overcome that type of thing. But we were, we were doing this last year too, the whole season, you know, we were everything, all of us were tweeting about how we were, you know, we were proud of him and how he had made great strides and turned out he was doing cocaine and crack and banging prostitutes behind the scenes anyway. So, you know, you just never know what's going on with anybody. I don't know if we've ever revealed this, but we do have, you and I have information on Josh Gordon that was revealed to us. And we have, we have receipts for it, for some of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes. And it's, it wasn't a pretty scene for Josh Gordon if, if the stuff that we saw was true, you know. But I wish him the best. Oh, yeah. Definitely not. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. That probably a lot worse than people think. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> well, good. Of, probably, what I thought that he just kind of walked in the bar and had, you know, had some beer and what whatnot. But Apparently that was part of it, too. That, that was, was one. That was part of it, but then it was kind of like a cycle of doing just a bunch of bad shit. And you, I know you you talked about it too. Like once you start cheating on your girlfriend, you probably st- start doing bad stuff. And that's what I thought too. And then I had the weird dream, and then everything just ha- bad just happened. Josh Gordon was sending me vibes from hundreds of miles away, Dude, doing mm- bad shit. Let's not forget, we talked about it in the chat. You said it. You had said it on a pod, apparently. And then you said it, and I was like, nah. I was like, bro, fuck, I mean, you're joking with me. Because I had the night before I had a dream where somebody said, yo, he's going to he fail his drug test. I think it was like, oh, I just saw him smoking. And he was giving off all these weird vibes. And then I remember in the chat, I got some shit for it because some of the guys were like, yeah, okay, I'll be. These guys all cheat. They all fuck around. But I said, you know, but yeah, but this is different because Josh Gordon's and he's an addict. He's recovering. And a big part of recovery is, you know, like no lying. You know, you, you don't secrets are like your worst enemy as an addict and it turned out you know the whole cheating thing and the cheating thing was a direct from based on what we saw it was direct direct thing where it wasn't just cheating he was he had some shit going on behind the scenes with this young lady who didn't have his best interests at, at heart either and just a sad thing to take advantage of the guy but you know what if you're him too you gotta be smart too so like I said, mental illness sucks, but the NFL does have rules. So I'm not sure which way the NFL goes on this one. No clue, bro. No clue. Just sent you a picture of, of Welch, West Virginia. If you want to take a look real quick. I got to see this. I, outli- I outlined the areas where if you go southern, more southern than that, it's actually horrible. Actually, um, 
they actually have like increased the state police and around where Randy Moss grew up, around that general area, Charleston, Huntington, Huntington, West Virginia is probably the wor- one of the worst places to live on Earth, judging by <laughs> judging by age, when people die, how happy people are, and then all the fentanyl overdoses like have been just increasing there, like the National Guards in Huntington, and that's once you get south of there, you have hillbillies that will literally shoot and kill you if you drive up their driveway and then you have all the people on fentanyl meth heroin opioids this is not a good place to be that's so that's gonna be like one of the that's gonna be my life during the zombie apocalypse i'm gonna want to get down there if that's where all the good stuff is very duly noted um Okay, so you have West Virginia. I like. I wish that I could like show this up on a screen. I, I like how it just. Um, so what I have in front of me is a picture of West Virginia, and then it just has a big line through it, big red line. It says "bad." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I never realized how close West Virginia is to Pittsburgh. So you must deal with a lot of Steelers fans, no? Is there a lot of Steelers fans out there in West Virginia? Yes, everyone's a Steelers fan. Yes, but the contrarian, wow. the contrarian that I am. I didn't conform. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, yeah so th- there's tons of Steelers fans. It's actually probably one of the reasons why I made what made this uh, made my account in the first place is because all my friends were like, "Get out of here with the Patriots talk, man!" On the timeline, because of course I tweeted like I did now, just on another account. <laughs> so that's why I, that's why I changed, and I was like, "Man, this ain't it, man. I don't like talking to these guys about football. I want to talk to other people about football." So I made another account. Do they ever see your um? see your Bryson NFL thing and do they ever think like do they ever bust your balls at all on there it doesn't seem like it no not really I don't think they care too much they're just like he's not talking about football in my timeline I don't care we're not going to marry the two things it's understood <laughs> <laughs> yeah man look at this guy he likes the Patriots it's just so weird to me that West Virginia and Pittsburgh but I mean look at the map right in front of me explains it it just well, seems so weird but I can the, see it the funny thing is is you probably don't know, but WVU was super, super hard rivals with Pitt like for a long, long time, long, long, long time. So what would happen is on Saturdays, you'd have WVU fans. They still, you'll see WVU fans in bars and they'll, they'll hear Sweet Caroline and they'll say, eat shit Pitt for that song. That's what they do at the stadium. They always say, eat shit Pitt. They always are clowning about Pitt, Pitt football. And then on Sunday, they're cheering for the fucking Steelers. Like Pat McAfee played for the, played for the, uh, Played for the Mountaineers, played for WVU, and uh, he had a horrible game. The, the one year that I don't you I don't know if you remember. You might have been I don't know if you were in high school still, maybe just getting out. But in 2007, when WVU had a chance, to, they had one game left. They were they were going to go to the national title game for sure. Like it was a for sure thing. It was a year that Jim Trestle's Ohio State team went, I think. And Pat McAfee had a horrible game kicking, and they had a horrible game against Pitt last game of the season. It was supposed to be a gimme, and he got all sorts of death threats and shit. But then they just cheer for they then they just cheer for Pitt on Sunday. So I never understood it. That's why I never liked Pittsburgh in the first place. And just a weird thing. It kind of makes sense to me. I can get. I mean, you know, it w- it would be like it would be like us saying, you know, fuck the Jets, man. I hate New York, and then. Then the next Saturday, we're rooting for like Syracuse football or something. I don't know. It's just weird. And you're 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 hating the same fans that you're cheering you're cheering with the next day. It's just so weird. So, 
I'm sorry to interrupt. I just came across something funny on the timeline. Uh, John is slandering John 12, our buddy. Hockey fans forever trying to get people to watch that trash sport LMAO. And this kid in Sean we trust, Beard Down BD, says, sorry you were too poor to play as a kid. And John quote, said, Twitter for Android. So it's like, ah. Oh. So I'm a part of that Twitter for Android crowd and just painful sometimes. You got to slander someone for something. So like if, yeah. they, if you, you know, so you can give them Twitter for Android, you know, a lot of like we, we were just talking about earlier, no matter what your profile picture is, you're going to get shit for Like if your picture is Tom Brady, if your picture is me, if your picture, you know, you could even be literally Tom Brady. You could your picture. You could actually be Tom Brady and people would slander <laughs> you for that. People slander you for anything, so we just gotta find. You're gonna have something to be roasted about, bro. I could be the walking incarnation of like name any handsome man, um, Julian Edelman. I know some women they like uh, Idris Elba. Um, I could be any any one of these guys, Channing Tatum, and I could put that as my avi, and people would still tell me I'm fucking ugly, uh, I'm stupid, I have a dumb face, and that. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, this app, it doesn't, I mean, realistically, I, I've, I've, I usually switch back and forth. I've been trying to keep one avi, you know, as we've discussed before, we think, you know, it kind of helps you be recognized a little bit. And so I've tried to stick to this one, but I do think it's funny. Like you can use your best picture, like in yours, it was a picture of you showing your jacked arms and people are like, yeah, okay, dude, cool fucking triceps, weirdo. And it's like, okay. Like, what should I use? Do you want to see a picture of my quads? Like, what should I make my picture of? I don't well, know. The, the last picture I had of me was actually when I actually revealed myself. It was a picture behind from me. And people always told me my triceps sucked. They were just like, man, your triceps suck, bro. And I was always bummed about it. I was like, <laughs> I kind of think my triceps are kind of, they're kind of all right. And so the next picture shows my triceps. And it's like, the people are like, man, look at this guy. Fucking douche. He's got no, <laughs> she's got no chest. He's got, probably, got, probably got small legs. He's, so now he's phase got... three, phase three will be a picture of your chest, no shirt with the camera right pushed up to your. It's gonna be like your bosoms, like showing off your chest. Like, hey, see, I do have a chest. And people are gonna be like, hey, nice chest, freak. Yeah, where are your, where's your back muscles? And then, yeah, it's a never-ending process, man. I'm telling you, it's it's, it's over for us. It's a wild thing. It's a wild thing, man. We got through it's all so the much... we got through all the questions, LB. Actually, it's Someone... just so much easier for me to troll with a fake picture. Sorry, I just I had to say it. I hate having my ugly face. <laughs> Fuck it. No matter what you put up there, you get roasted for it. So you might as well just yeah. put up. You might as well just put it up. I might as well let Tom Brady take the roasting for me. Exactly, exactly right. Someone wanted someone wanted us to talk about how good JC Jackson was. And how about relax, J.C. Jackson Twitter? Just relax. Just let the kid be great and just relax a little bit. Um, if I'm being honest, I thought he, he started off really good, but I've seen so many cornerbacks look good year one, totally suck year two. And I can go down the line. Uh, Terrence Wheatley showed some signs of talent as a rookie. And that ended quick. Darius Butler had a few good plays as a rookie, and that just went horrible. He never worked out. Second round pick, too. Um, 
Razai Dowling, he didn't play much as a rookie, but going into year two, there was all this talk of how great he was and how Belichick loved him, and he was going to be a big part of the defense. Whew, I can keep yes, going. I loved, um, I loved Razai Dowling. I remember the first time he lined up, and I was like, man, this guy looks like a dope corner. Like He's like 6'1", 6'2". He's really built. He was actually... He's actually good. Like if you watched him, like he was, he looked like he was going to be good. Actually, not just good player, but and then of course, couldn't uh, stay healthy. Yeah, just couldn't stay healthy. Um, the other guy there too, um, Alfonso Denner. He was he made so many good plays as a rookie, and the story was, you know, they got this talent, second round talent. Some people thought maybe he could have been a first round pick if not for you know punching an undercover cop in the fucking face at a bar one night, you know, and he falls to seven round, he looks good as a rookie. Then he he kind of fell that so I'm gonna chill on JC. I, I love some of these young corners they have, but I've seen this story so many times where guys make the team as a rookie and then they're gone. Uh there's another guy too that was like that. I believe he got hurt and now he might be on the is Andre Roberts, is that the name? Don't don't know, not sure. There was but there's been so many guys that looked good as a rookie at that position and then just never never got better and actually got worse so and jc as the year went on he certainly didn't get better i can't think of him making any bad plays in the super bowl because i can't think of too many bad plays period but yeah, he was good yeah he was good he's a good player opposite of gilly really good seems like good player to build on build around uh, stefan gilmore it's always nice to have that outside cornerback, but we'll see. Still got year two to go. We'll see, man. I like the kid. Hopefully he keeps hopefully he keeps growing. He's another guy that you have to worry about being a moron off the field. He's had tons of off the field issues in his life. Hopefully that's all behind him. And going forward, we'll just get the best we'll get the best JC Jackson we can get. Exactly. Sorry, I want I wanted to say that in like a weird Jesus Christ, Jackson. I also want to say something. Matt Chatham posted a posted a video of himself today with his cats licking his bald head, or his dog licking his bald head. Can you not? Can you not? Can you <laughs> well, not I don't know about I don't know about dogs, but cats have really rough tongues, and it hurts. So I don't know why the fuck he would want his cat licking his it head. That, it was actually for sure a dog, but still, why are you okay. po- why are you posting this, bro? Why are you doing? That? Are uh, you doing? I don't know, man. That is kind of that is kind. I mean, comes, comes on Twitter, makes fun of weapons. Twitter, but also posts a video of him with a dog licking his fucking head. Okay. Wait a second. You're telling me right now, Matt Chatham makes fun of weapons. Twitter. Yeah. So Matt Chatham never saw Tom Brady when he didn't have good weapons or Tom Brady. So Matt Chatham would sit there and tell you with a straight face that he'll tell you in one second how great and underrated Troy Brown, David Givens, and all those guys are. And then he's going to come on and say weapons Twitter is a joke. But at the same time, he wants us all to bl- That guy's a fucking clown. Hey, we so actually- were David Givens and Troy Brown not weapons? LB, he's so funny. We actually went at it one time over Dwayne Allen because at the beginning of the season uh, during the Lions game, he missed a block, and I posted a video and was just disgusted that the Patriots were pl- paying the guy $7 million. And he, he, he tried to convince everyone that it was okay, and there's always room for to pay a tight end like Dwayne Allen $7 million on your roster. He's like, oh, there's always room for an inline tight end, inline tight end blocking position. Yeah, okay, pal. 
but maybe not for seven million dollars, which is why they re- reduced his cap. Yeah, there's plenty of yeah. This 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 place is for guys like that, just like this place is for unathletic, bald white guys to do fucking nothing except run down the field and cover punts. But you're not going to get paid eight million dollars. That's why this this guy is such a joke. You know, I shouldn't be surprised that he's part of that Twitter. I watched this guy. I had a you can go back and find it where. He one time decided to die on the hill that um, Nathan Peterman was actually a good quarterback. This was during the season. He got released, and he went at, like, dead spin. Yeah, dead spin sucks, but he was like, yeah, low-level dead spin guy says NFL quarterback is bad, even though – and it's like – it was just so stupid. It was like, dude, Nathan Peterman sucks. Like, is. Oh, Matt Chatham sucks. Let me just say right now, he fucking sucks. So I am not surprised in the least bit that that fucking weirdo would post a video of a dog licking his fucking head. Like, what a freak. Get this guy off Twitter. Get this guy off Twitter. Please. I don't care how many Super Bowl rings he has. He's a fucking freak. Dog licking freak. I'm crying right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the, is this guy serious, man? And then you're okay. Bryson NFL thinks because NFL is in his name, he knows the game. But I know the game. I played in the NFL. All right, Nathan, I'm, I'm Matt Chat. Yeah, Nathan Peterman's a good quarterback. I re- I covered punts for a couple years, and I got lucky as fuck and got some rings handed to me. This guy sucks. Can we get the, can we get this whole group of fucking idiots off Twitter, please? Just there, there's actually a take that someone said. Our boy Alex said. Um, I saw one of his tweets because every once in a while it'll it'll just pop up on my timeline for some reason. He said, "So now the Patriots don't have good wide receivers, but people want Julian Edelman to hold out because why?" Because they have good wide receivers, actually. What? He was saying that people say people say the Patriots wide receiver room isn't good, but then they also say that Julian Edelman should hold out to get more money, and that because means, he's the only and, good one. Yeah, and that means the Patriots wide receiver room is actually good. What? Yeah. What the fuck does that even? What? No, I, dude. Philip, no, Philip, it's because Philip, Edelman's Philip gonna Dorsett have two hundred catches. Philip Dorsett's good. Very good. He had 300 yards with Tom Brady. He's absolutely great. I believe he had under 10 yards per catch, as a matter of fact. Cordell Patterson, by the way, had such a great year last year playing. Look, can we all? Tom Brady makes people better, but he doesn't just make everybody Randy Moss either. So that whole thing is so tired and stupid. People talked about how great Patterson last year. Patterson had what, like 30 catches, maybe max? We, we, we added up all the numbers. Patterson and Dorsett combined for under 500 yards, I believe. Oof. I mean, come on. This has just gotten silly. So, t- look, let people tweet in peace. Nobody, and then the best part about it is people act as if you or I would come on Twitter and say, look, the Patriots aren't winning the Super Bowl next year. They just aren't. They don't have wide receivers. They're not winning it. They're not going to, like, no, nobody's saying that. But what we are saying is that the Patriots clearly agree that their wide receiver situation fucking blows. They just signed a dude with fucking one leg, okay? And they're going to offer him up to $6 million. The cap hits, I think, 2.9 or whatever. The guy just tore his Achilles like yesterday, and he could be going to prison. The other wide receiver they're relying on is a crackhead. <laughs> Who's <Right>? on crack? <laughs> their, their number one wide receiver will probably have more concussions than touchdowns next year. 
Well, that's a fact. That's not even that's not even a hot take at this point. <laughs> Edelman's going for the CTE record. Oh yeah, and let's not forget Gronk retired. And he was, you know, kind of there last year. Oh well, they did it last year with the same wide receiver group. Yeah, well Gronk's gone. For fuck's sake, at this point Dwayne Allen would be an upgrade over some of these Oh my god. And then we get these Austin Severe and Jenkins. Oh man, he's gonna be great. Yeah, you know what? He's talented, he might be good. I think his career year he averaged seven point six yards per carry. Like yards per carry, yards per catch. It's just oh god, I can't. Ah man. It's lovely. It's lovely. Weapons. Patriots need weapons. These are the people that make make me want to see the team go like fucking five and eleven so that they can cry and absolutely just fucking cry and just be like, you know what? Tom Brady got so screwed. Tom Brady has no weapons. Because you know they would be. They'd be like, oh, dude, this isn't on Brady. If Brady came out next year and sucked and had more picks and touchdowns, what do you think they would say? They'd say it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Bill. Wasn't this Bill, guy, but it wasn't Brady either. I think that guy Buzzsaw like tries to give Bill most of the credit. He believes like Bill is more important than Brady. Look, they're both awesome, but just because Bill finally fucking made up for it with a good defense for the first time in a long time does not put him. Everybody's so prisoner of the moment on Twitter. It sucks. Oh, we hate it, LB. This is a good pod, man. A lot of yeah. ranting. We got a lot of stuff done. I'm glad to see it's the off season. And you would think that we wouldn't have anything to talk about, and you would be wrong because we are entertaining. Um, hopefully next week, same time. I am down. Well, there the draft is next week, so we'll be ready for that as well. Is this real? I, is this really Sam Darnold getting into a fist fight? It is. Who is it? No, wait. Is this real? What? Breaking news video servicing the web of New York Jets quarterback Sam Darnold getting to a fist fight and allegedly getting cut open with a vicious left blow. It kind of looks like Darnold. That'd be just like Darnold, inaccurate in fights and inaccurate in the football field. I'm sending you this because if this is, this can't actually be Darnold. I'm, I'm, I'm getting fooled. This would have well, been a bigger looks, story. That looks like him. He just tried to throw a kick. That looks like him. It does look like him. Is that really him? Doesn't look that tall though. I don't know if it's him or not, but he just got cut up. He got beat the fuck up. Damn, dude. Yeah, he, the dude he's trying to fight is pretty jacked, man. I would, uh, yeah. It might, it, it might not be real. No, that's probably not him. It, I, I don't think it is, but it'd be awesome if it was. It would be awesome because it wouldn't be the first time a quarterback's face got broken. Remember, uh, Geno Smith got his jaw broken by his own teammate. Yep. Typical Jets. I love the Jets. Uh, so good. LB, thanks for coming on, bros. Good stuff. Thanks for sending me your mailbag questions. Also, LB as well, guys. Love you. Love you, LB. And I'll see I love you. you more. I will see you next week, you handsome son of a bitch. I love you more, you more handsome son of a bitch. And we'll oh. do this again soon. Nice. Nice. Too handsome. Two handsome men having a talk. That's all this was. We love it, LB.